Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 201 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast how to stop the fear of discounting inventory and hosting clearance events. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Before I get started, I want to mention two things, and they are timely, so I hope you don't wait to listen to this episode, because if you do, these are going to pass. So the first one I want to share with you is I am speaking at the Evolve Conference in April in Denver, Colorado. Evolve is an incredible marketing conference specifically for independent retailers. It's hosted by Crystal Media. Crystal Velkaitis, she is the founder, she's the face of the brand. Lots of you actually know her or are familiar with her, whether you listen to her podcast, Rooted in Retail, or you follow her on social media. And I should mention that I have a podcast interview with Crystal coming out next week. But first, I have to share this as soon as possible because ticket prices for Evolve will go up after December 31st. And I have a special deal for the Savvy Shopkeeper community. Plus, did I mention that I'm actually speaking at Evolve, which is why I'm really excited about all of this because I will be there. I'll be speaking. I already know Crystal puts on an incredible event. So for so many reasons, I thought it was important for me to share this. I sent it in an email. I have shared this in Master Shopkeepers, and we have quite a few members who have already grabbed their tickets. And the reason I wanna share this with all of you on the podcast is because if you purchase a regular or VIP ticket, you'll get $250 off when you use my special code SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, at checkout. Trust me, this conference is going to be incredible. One of the keynote speakers is Donald Miller. He's author of Building a Story Brand. I know a lot of you are also familiar with him, and I am so excited to be part of this. So we will link this in the show notes, but if you go to crystalmediaco.com slash evolve, that's where you're going to want to go, but we will link it in the show notes for this episode, and this is episode 201. Just in case you're wondering, a lot of you know exactly where to go as soon as I mentioned the podcast number. Okay, the second thing that I want to mention is that I will be opening the application to join Master Shopkeepers again in January, and that is right around the corner. It's crazy to me. I cannot believe we are here, but we are. If you're new here, Master Shopkeepers is my mastermind and business coaching group for indie retailers. And the reason I'm mentioning that the application is opening again is because anyone who is on my wait list, and I've never done this before, but if you're on the wait list to join Master Shopkeepers, it means you are seriously considering joining. I am going to send you a special invite to a masterclass that I'll be teaching on Zoom. It'll only be for those that are on the Master Shopkeepers wait list. So if you want more information about Master Shopkeepers and how to get on the wait list, you can go to SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership. 
Okay, let's get started on this episode. It's almost the new year, the holiday season is almost over, and you might have some debt inventory. In fact, many of you probably do, and that's okay. You've heard me talk about this in a variety of ways over the past three or four years, right? I am not judging you. In November, I shared about a successful end-of-summer clearance sale event that I hosted in my own store, the store I co-owned with my sister, and that was episode 194. We'll link that also in the show notes because I shared a lot of details about that clearance sale, and it was a big success. It was our most successful event ever, most number of transactions in a day, most revenue in a day. Uh, And hosting an event like that didn't tarnish our brand. However, many of you think this is the case if and when you discount or host a clearance event. So I came up with a concept, kind of like a decision tree for making decisions around inventory in a retail store. More importantly, this framework or whatever you want to call it explains how our thinking around inventory fuels our results in business. And in case you don't know, a decision tree, it's just a visual representation of a series of decisions, and then it kind of lists their possible consequences. Now, I have to add a disclaimer here. I went live in Master Shopkeepers to teach this concept. So you won't see the visual while listening to this podcast episode, but I'll share a helpful visual for you in the show notes for this episode. And again, this is episode 201. I also had to go live. This is this is my big disclaimer. I had to go live using an old PC at home because I accidentally cracked the screen on my MacBook. And I won't go down the rabbit hole of the mess that created in my schedule for a week leading up to the holidays and leading up to a week vacation with my family. Let's just say it was not pretty and I was stressed, but we're moving forward. We're accomplishing things and getting things done. So anyhow, when I went live in the group, I did this from an old PC. So the microphone isn't great. And I've decided that I will now have a backup laptop whenever anything like this happens. And hopefully it doesn't happen again, but I will be prepared when it happens. The reason I'm mentioning this is because the quality of the audio in this lesson that you're about to hear is not the audio or the quality, I should say, that you're used to with this podcast. So I'll just say, sorry, not sorry. I'm sorry that the audio isn't great, but I'm not sorry that I'm sharing this lesson with you because it's just too important not to share. And this also, this lesson gives you a glimpse into how and what I teach in Master Shopkeepers. But my biggest hope is that it empowers you to make healthy decisions around stock in your stores, especially now at the end of the year when many store owners have extra stock dead stock, and they feel like they don't know what to do with it. Well, I should say that you, most of you probably know what to do with it, but your brain is, is fighting it. It's giving you lots of excuses to avoid discomfort. So let's go ahead and kick that to the curb. So here's the lesson I recorded in Master Shopkeepers. I genuinely hope you find it helpful. So earlier in the group, I commented and said, something about dead inventory. And 
I just constantly see comments in the group about not wanting to look like a discount store. It's often. So if you think I'm targeting you, I promise I am not. This affects probably more than half the group members or at one time affected group members. It's even part of my past and my journey. But I think what's really helpful, sometimes it's helpful for me to post something like that, like say something and mean it and you know I mean it and you know I it comes from a good place and that I have information to back it up. But what I thought I would do is just kind of walk through. So the thought process of a store owner slash buyer in their inventory. Okay, so this is kind of what I wanna walk you through to explain why so many people struggle with this. Again, and I wanna stress, it is the norm. It happens, it's what our brains are telling us and it'll make sense in a minute. So usually what happens after you buy your inventory and it's been in the store, time passes and you're, I mean, what everyone should do, and I talk about this all the time, if you go in the lab, I have a lot of content and lessons on inventory, inventory analysis, inventory turn, stale inventory, dead inventory, all of that stuff. There's so much content on it. And the reason why is because I don't want you to sit on it. I don't want it to become stale. And if it does become stale, it's okay. And you'll see why and how I explain it next. But the first step is analysis, right? Like whether you're doing a full analysis like I do before I head to America's Mart with the inventory turn worksheet and the and the market buying projections worksheet, if you do something more granular like that, or if you're just walking through your store and you know what's dead, right? Like you're walking through and you're like, that hasn't sold in six months. That hasn't sold in a year, which I don't want that to be the case. But you, a lot of us could walk through our stores and know that and see that. And then some of us <clears throat> will do a deep dive analysis of our inventory. So step one is analysis, right? Like whether it's more analytical, data-driven, or whether it's gut intuition and you're walking through your store. At, at this point, it doesn't matter. And what happens is you'll have active stock that sells well. You'll have dead stock that you'll spot right away and say, it's been in my store for way too long. You've tried all the things to try to sell it. You've tried moving it, re-merchandising it, bundling, getting, getting creative with it. You Maybe you have tried slightly discounting it, maybe not part of a big sale event. And then you have slow stock, which I'm going to save for last. So active stock, what happens is you have a thought around active stock. Your thought is, and I'm just looking at my notes so I don't miss anything. Normally for active stock, your thoughts are, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm a great buyer. Uh, my customers love me. My customers love everything I carry in the store. Um, and in terms of your competitors, you're saying, eat my dust. Like, I got this. People are going to shop with me. You might even be thinking like, this is fun. I love going to market. I love finding these gems. I love being the one that gets creative and brings in what my customers really love. <laughs> yeah, Kenda. 
<laughs> You're going to have all of these thoughts, right? When you have active stock, stock that turns fast, stock that you can't keep in stock, stock that you know is a staple and you're constantly selling and it's almost like a no-brainer and you just reorder. That's active stock. We all have it. And we have some things that are more active than others, but some stores are going to have lots of active stock and maybe a few that just really shine bright. If it's a, let's say, for example, if you're a store owner who also makes your items and your items are extremely popular, you know, for sure that's going to be active stock. That's why you make it. People want it. People love it. So you have all of these thoughts. And I wrote down here, here's active stock. So you're going to have active categories too sometimes, like some categories that are going to shine. And then you're going to have active items, some that are going to shine too. Again, maybe more active than others. But overall, like if everything's selling pretty well and some things sell great, this is all active stock. Those are the thoughts I shared with you. That's the thought that you're having around active stock. And then the action you're taking around that stock is, I can't wait to go to market. I love going on fair. I love buying. I love creating mood boards. I get excited about buying merchandise. I get excited about bringing all the new stuff in because it sells well. I know what my customers like. These are all things that you're telling yourself. So you're investing more time and effort into the process of buying. It feels good to you. Then if you come over, again, I'm going to leave sleeve slow stock for last. Then if you come over here, you're going to have maybe dead categories and dead items. Now, with dead categories, your thought might be, I have to think of like what I wrote down. Your thought is most likely, I'm embarrassed because you have dead inventory. I suck. I hear that. I suck at buying. I don't like buying. I'm not good at it. I'm, or you're thinking if you have a lot of dead inventory, I'm worried about what other people will think if I discount it or sell it or have a clearance sale. Or you get caught up in the whole idea of being a discount store. Everything feels really, really negative. So here, when you're in active stock and you're in active stock thinking, it's good thinking and it gets you good results. Yeah. I would love to know, like, what are you guys all thinking when it comes to that de- those dead categories and the dead items? I mean, it's a lot. We beat ourselves up. I know. I know. <laughs> Whatever it is. And if you're watching the replay, comment and let me know all the thoughts that you think when you have one of those duds or a dud category even. It doesn't even have to be like one particular item or a handful of items. Sometimes it's just a whole entire category. So those are the things that you're thinking. And when you think that, when you think all of those things, I suck, I'm not good at this, what was I thinking? Um, my cust- I'm not giving my customers what they want. Whatever it is, the action that you take is you can hide. You're hiding that inventory, most likely. You might be hiding too because you don't feel good about your store and what you're carrying. So maybe you're hiding. You're not showing up on social media. You're not proactively selling. You're not getting creative with trying to sell it maybe differently. And it definitely means you're not discounting because you have a lot of shame around it. So that's 
that's kind of the general process around dead stock is your thinking then determines action that kind of makes the situation worse because your thinking is is very negative and it brings you down. That's the dead stock. But what I want to propose to you, if you're in the dead stock area, because the people with active stock and turn that's fast in the store and constantly restocking and all of that, they don't necessarily need help here. They don't have to change their thinking around that stock. But in this area, what I propose, instead of thinking, I suck, I'm embarrassed, I'm worried what other people are going to think, I don't want to be a discount. Instead of thinking that, what if you started thinking differently? What if you started, or at least forgiving yourself or ma making yourself not feel so bad? Oh, I just got a thumbs up. What if you started thinking, everyone, every store owner makes buying mistakes? Or I'm new, of course I don't know this yet. Or I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to make this a challenge. Some things I'm going to test and they aren't going to work and some things I'm going to test and they're gonna be great. This is a fun challenge. I get it when you're really, especially if you're really drowning here, that might be challenging to do. But for some of you, you may not necessarily be drowning. You just might have some things that just don't feel good to you in your basement, in your storage room. You keep seeing the boxes, they're bothering you. And I'm not saying everyone here is drowning in their business, not at all. You know, for example, we hosted that big sale in September. I did a whole podcast episode on it. I did a whole case study and I shared it with everyone in the group. And that was a lot of dead inventory. What I would call dead inventory. I wasn't mad about it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate me. And I recently said this to a one-on-one -on -one client. I go, the re I, I believe the reason why that event was so successful is because my thinking around it. I was like, I'm gonna have fun with this. My customers are going to love it because we rarely do this. I'm going big with the discount. They win, I win. It was our biggest sales day ever. Our first two customers that walked in, they came in the door and they were sisters and they like raised their hands up in the air like they hit the lottery and they like screamed out loud. Like they were so excited they were the first two in the store. And I genuinely believe because it was the energy around that sale from me where I was excited about it and I was so ready to get rid of all of that inventory. And it wasn't a little bit, it was a lot. And I explained in the podcast episode why it was a lot, but I didn't hate myself for it. I didn't beat myself up for it. So what I'm saying, what I'm suggesting here is I want you to notice and observe your thoughts around the dead stock and then try to come up with different thoughts that will give you different action because once you do that, you're gonna get different results. You're going to slowly or quickly get rid of that dead inventory because it isn't going to be weighing you down mentally. Does this make sense? I think I'm, I only have Kenda with me. So Kenda, I'm talking to you. <laughs> So I'm just going to look at my notes real quick, make sure there isn't anything else. Oh, so if you have more positive thoughts or more feel good thoughts around your dead stock, like I did for the sale, then your action might be, I'm just going to delete that whole entire category. It's out. It doesn't sell. I don't know why I'm holding on to it. I'm going to get rid of it. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve my customers. I'm going to get rid of it. And I'm either going to bring in a new category to test it 
or I'm going to identify what are my top three or four categories that do really well. And I'm going to give more to those categories because I know my customers love them. Christine says I'm my own worst enemy and beat myself up on all on all of what I believe are bad decisions. Yeah, so when you do that, it makes you feel awful, which makes you do not so good things. And then it just gives you really crappy results on that debt inventory. So again, like if you're starting to change your thinking around that debt inventory, you're going to start a different strategy, right? You're going to start to do things to make a shift towards getting out of that inventory because you're not hating yourself you're not hating your store, you're not hating your storage room. You know, I even talked to somebody, another um, client that I worked with, and she was like, it just felt so good to slowly see all of that stuff out of my space. It felt so good. And then it snowballs, because when that feels good, now you have more cash in your bank, now you have more ability to test, now you have more ability to have fun, now you have more of an ability to see what your customers like, And that snowballs into more, more positive, hopefully more positive results for your business. So again, I just realized that I wanted to explain what I posted in the group a little bit more because yes, tough love is good, but sometimes seeing it this way. And I sat here with my good notes and I was like, look at that mess. And I was like, I have to figure out a way to present this so that it clicks and it makes sense. So the last one is slow stock. So now you've looked at it and you're like, maybe everything sells okay. I don't have huge sellers or maybe I have a couple good big sellers, but I also don't have a lot of what you would consider maybe dead stock, the super stale stuff. And if that's the case, maybe everything in your store is moving slow or slower than you'd like. And I get it. Not everyone in the group is going to take the time to calculate inventory turn, even though I wish you would. But maybe just overall, you have a sense that it just moves slow. There really isn't anything dead. And I have some okay sellers, but it just moves slow. And if that's the case, um, most likely you're just not getting enough sales. So I wouldn't say to this person, Um, to head in this direction and do a big clearance sale or get rid of everything. This person, normally what this means is you probably just don't have enough foot traffic. You're not, and or you're not converting the foot traffic into sales. So this is a little bit of a different situation. So, but I just wanted to make sure I added it because some people are gonna be like, well, I don't know if I necessarily have either. I just don't have enough sales. And if that's the case, I want you to start nurturing your thinking around marketing. What can you do to get more people into your store? What can you do to get more sales? That's where I would want the slow stock person to invest their energy in. The dead stock person invest their thoughts and and energy into not making it so negative and just doing what you need to do to get rid of it. The active stock person, keep doing your thing and the slow stock person, what can you start thinking and doing to get more traffic and or conversions in your store? So I think that's it. I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes and I'm at um, almost 18. Any questions? I think I still have Kenda and Christine with me. Any questions around that? If you watch the replay and you have any comments, suggestions, thoughts, 
um, aha moments. I'd love to know, but I genuinely hope this helps you, especially before the beginning of the year, because some of you are going to experience overstock or and or dead stock. And I just wanted to be really clear about what happens in our brains around all of this and hopefully get you in a place where you don't hate the idea of discounting and or just clearing things out. I am not proposing that everyone has to do this. I am not proposing that you have to do this once a month. You have to figure out what works for you. And just because you have a big clearance sale twice a year does not mean or suggest that you're a discount store. So that was that was what triggered all of this is I constantly see comments about, I don't wanna be a discount store. I don't wanna be looked at a discount store. And I hear it over and over and over again. So I wanted to make sure I gave a tangible explanation of what happens and what you can do to change that around. So if you have any questions, please let me know. And I will see you guys later. Have a good night. See you later.